Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to cars.com. It's magical. The following segment is from the Off Day Debrief on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. Let's start with Monday Night Football. The Dolphins molly whip the Saints 20-3. to Ian Book, stunner. Couldn't get it done. We need to break this one down because the Miami Dolphins BLG are in the midst of a historic run right now after a one and seven start. So we bring in Justin Heyer from the Finsider, our SB Nation Dolphins community. Justin, thanks for a few minutes this morning. Yeah, thanks for having us, guys. Good for having me, guys. It's a great morning for me as well with my Dolphins on a on a seven straight run coming off that Monday Night Football win. So I'm excited to be here. Everything's exciting right now if you're a Miami Dolphin fan. 20 to 3, they handle their business. When they were one and seven, did this even enter your mind as a possibility? When we were one and seven, I was already looking at 2022 draft prospects. So no, it did not <laughs> enter my mind as a possibility. I mean, it's crazy to think that the Dolphins made history on Monday night, and uh they are the first team in NFL history now to have both a seven game winning streak and a seven game losing streak in the same season. Uh, yeah, I believe that that is the first time that's happened. That's pretty wild. What do you think has been the biggest key to this turnaround? I think a couple of things. First and foremost is a, a complete 180 from Miami's defense. This team is now leading the NFL in sacks. It's top 10 in most defensive categories. And that's after starting the season through the first eight games, bottom five, in most defensive categories and now that now they're top 10 so that's first and foremost and miami's offense is kind of feeding off of that defensive juice that that brian flores defensive unit is bringing you can just see the whole team the offense included is more energetic there's just a little more oomph all around and the team looked a little bit lethargic through those first eight games part of that was that there were a lot of injuries all around particularly to, to tua tongovailoa who is now playing some of his best football last night maybe not the best example of that but even in a game where he wasn't at his best, he still completed 73% of his passes and led the Dolphins on a key scoring drive, hit a key deep pass to Matt Collins. So uh, that that defensive resurgence has kind of helped the entire team. Now, one of the reasons I like to have somebody from the team that we're talking about on the show is occasionally I've been told I can be a little negative. And I'm going to go there right now because I look at the seven-game winning streak and I look in here and I say, okay, two of those wins came against the Jets. One came against the Giants, one came against the Panthers, one came against the Texans. It's not exactly the cream of the crop in the NFL that the Dolphins have faced during this time. Is that fair or am I just the mayor of negative town? Well, Rob, in, in my in my group chats with my friends, I'm often talked about as the overly positive, overly optimistic guy. So this is like this is my kind of <laughs> my kind of run that we're going on. Uh, and you're right. It has not. They have not beaten teams like the Chiefs or the Buccaneers, right, or the Packers. But seven wins in a row is seven wins in a row in the NFL. That is really hard to do. And there's a reason it's never in history been done after seven straight losses, because it doesn't really matter who you're playing. In the NFL, it's any given Sunday, right? So 
the fact that they've beaten those sort of downtrodden teams certainly makes it look like, okay, these last two wins against the Titan or these last two games against the Titans and the New England Patriots are going to be a quote unquote real test to see if they're playoff worthy, but you got to You got to give credit where credit is due. I think the Ravens win, you know, that really kicked all this off was pretty impressive. Um, you know, obviously I think there are some, you know, quarterbacks on there that make you kind of like, huh, huh. Since then, you know, you talk about like Cam Newton and you mentioned stats, Mike Glennon, like Zach Wilson in here, Joe Flacco, uh, Tarod Taylor, Mac Jones in his first start. Um, yeah. So not, not a murderer's row. Ian book yeah. who was just come on. Like he didn't have a chance out there. Like, there was, <laughs> it was, it was DOA. Um, so yeah, that's something to consider here. Um, but looking at the rest of the dolphins season here, uh, okay, so they win. They're currently in the seventh seed in the AFC playoff picture. But as we know, uh, it's a pretty competitive field because there have only been uh, three teams in the AFC that are actually officially eliminated from contention by now. So looking at the rest of the way for the Dolphins, they play the Titans, and then they wrap up with the Patriots, so they beat all the way back in week one uh, in the season finale, week 18. Do the Dolphins hang on to a playoff spot? And might they even be able to win the AFC East? I don't think they'll be able to win the AFC East as positive and optimistic as I like to be because the Buffalo Bills would have to lose two straight and they play, I believe, the Falcons and the Jets. And that's, I mean, the way they just played the New England Patriots, I don't think that's particularly likely. But hold on to a playoff spot. I mean, the Dolphins somehow, after starting 1-7, control their own destiny. And so, you know, you, you win and you're in. And I do think that this team is built the way it's playing right now, the way the defense especially is playing, to be able to beat a Titans team, especially one without Derrick Henry, and a Patriots team that they already beat week one before they went on this magical run. So certainly possible. Uh, if you go through the 538.com playoff predictor, which I think a lot of people are doing right now on Twitter, if the Dolphins lose one, it's a, a very low percentage chance that they make the playoffs, they would need a lot of help. So this is a kind of have to win out scenario, but I do think this Dolphins team is built to do that. Speaking of the building of this Dolphins team, you cannot build a team without a franchise quarterback. Tua Tungavailoa is here. Oh no, He is playing. We've reached that point in the interview, Justin. Have you seen enough? Is he your guy? And if you don't know by now, isn't that kind of your answer? He is definitely my guy for 2022. There, there's no question. What, Tua is able to do behind what is, by some metrics, a league-worst offensive uh, offensive line, and pretty much by all metrics, a bottom-five offensive line, is pretty darn impressive. To be able to be leading the league in completion percentage, to have the command of the offense that he has, to be able to have turned Jalen Waddell into, by some metrics, should be an offensive rookie of the year candidate. Obviously, that chemistry that they had together from Alabama helps. He's my guy for 2022. I don't see why you would move on from a quarterback who is playing this well in his second season. He is not currently Patrick Mahomes. He is not currently, even though it irritates some Dolphins fans because he went one pick after, where Justin Herbert is. But what he's showing right now with the pieces that he's showing it with, to me, means, I mean, absolutely. On a rookie contract, I am keeping this quarterback around for at least another year and hopefully a lot longer than that. To what extent are you satisfied with a trade that is obviously uh, relevant to me as well? So undercovers the Philadelphia Eagles. And obviously there was that big deal between the Eagles and the Dolphins back in the draft earlier this year. And early on in the season, it was not looking very good for the Dolphins when they were one and seven. And I was like, oh, this could be a, at least a top five pick, probably a top 10 pick, maybe even number one overall. Probably, you know, I don't think anyone thought 100% that was going to happen, but it looked at least somewhat possible. So I guess uh, to what extent... 
are you satisfied with that trade, especially with Jalen Waddle kind of looking good here? I'm totally satisfied. Obviously, giving up an extra first round pick to move up for any player is is a tall order and, and a high ask. And I think what made it uh, even more uh, obvious that it might have been too much was the fact that Devonta Smith was still on the board, obviously, to go to the Philadelphia Eagles. But as Dolphins fans have certainly learned, draft picks don't mean everything, right? You might end up with someone like Austin Jackson or even Noah Igbenogany, the Dolphins' uh, 28th overall pick, I believe, uh, last year, who doesn't even see the field this year. So the extra draft picks don't really matter as long as you get the superstar that you went up to get. And Jalen Waddle looks like a superstar. He looks fantastic. He's the reason that the offense was able to move down the field at all yesterday. So I'm satisfied with it, despite the the steep price plate, especially because the Dolphins are now eight and seven, and that pick is not going to be a top 10 pick anymore. You can hear the rest of this conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL show, wherever you get your podcasts. Support for Pivot comes from Polestar. At Polestar, every inch of every vehicle they design is thoughtfully made. They're made to transform auto performance, accelerating from zero to 60 in less than 4.2 seconds with fully electric all-wheel drive. They're made to elevate the driving experience with LED headlights and a panoramic glass roof. And they're made to uphold a greater responsibility to the planet using sustainable materials and energy-saving systems. The result is a car that combines the best of today with the technology of tomorrow. Pure performance, pure design, Polestar. Design yours and book a test drive today at polestar.com.